0: You're listening to the Exchange Place podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Exchange, where our hearts, souls, and ears come together for reciprocity and transformation. I am your host, Deborah Faith, and when we get together, we explore topics that help us to better understand ourselves and one another. The Exchange is my personal invitation for you to take inventory of your life. This is our space to be free, vulnerable, transparent. So live in it, learn from it, invite others to it, and most of all, protect it, take care of it, and it will take care of you. Hello. Welcome back to the Exchange Podcast. To be here. <laughs> yeah. So happy to be here. Yes, I I know. I haven't seen you in a while.
0: I know. I, I know, mean, you have, right? but not really. I mean, I haven't not seen under this
1: space. I was about to say, I haven't seen. I you missed in this the space. exchange. I haven't
0: exchanged in like some weeks now. Yeah,
1: yeah we had our own exchange that we always. Oh, seen, that's but... every day. And they know. I, I know everybody who listens is by now know who we got on the podcast tonight. Hey everybody, Amberita, Amber <laughs> 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 the most Amber, chocolate Mexican you ever meet. You came there to help me wrap up mental health awareness. Yes, I did. And tonight what are we talking about?
0: I don't know. It's a heavy topic. It's a heavy topic. It's a heavy topic.
1: This been this has been a heavy month. Mm. Um May is always heavy for me. Yeah. It's been a heavy and well, that's part of why you're here. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been a a heavy month, but not like a heavy, light month. I think we talked Mm. about some heavy things. Mm -hmm. Um but I would say I'm I'm freer in them, and I'm hoping that tonight, yeah. as we approach grief, mm. um, that we both leave here lighter.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. We always
1: leave we each always right. leave lighter, and we leave better. So then we come back
0: like I have more.
1: I got, <laughs> I got <laughs> more to say, I got <laughs> more to say. But I really wanted to talk about grief um, for a number of reasons. Um, I know that. Hey, we're celebrating your mom's birthday. Yes, today, today fe- um, excuse me, <laughs> we're
0: May twenty fifth. It's my mommy's birthday. Yeah. Shout out to my mom. I'm wearing
1: an S necklace too in her honor. Yeah. So happy heavenly birthday to her. Yes. And Thank you. Um, it's a
0: celebration. It, my my it term is. for everything now was just more life.
1: Yeah. Not that I mean. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think you know what you said something that just now that just sparked something for me. It's like. um Like, really understanding life and death. Mm -hmm. And really, I think for me, I always tell you this, that my dad's death and me losing my dad made me appreciate life in a different way. Mm, Me too. And I don't think I, you know, I think there's instances that, or things that happen in life that change us. Mm -hmm. And that's one that changed my life in a way that I can't explain. And so much for, for, it's weird because it's like, so much for the good
0: yeah and people don't when i say that that's always like a strange thing people associate like for me um you know my mom's death is going on six years mm-hmm. and um i always tell people that it's crazy but my mom's death birth uh, birth my purpose yeah mine's um, too. I, I, I feel get like it. she was the sacrifice for Um, more life for me
1: yeah Um, not
0: to say that when she wasn't here I wasn't living I definitely was living um but I don't know it it, it definitely changed me some a lot of great things some may not so great um yeah but I think there's a lot of balance in it I think so too Um, I think so too I mean yeah it, it's a lot of balance in it uh yeah. I, I i am i, always, I was actually having a conversation uh today with someone and um i told them that you know because they reached out to me to say you know i'm, I'm sending you kindness and love and hugs and I, you know i definitely appreciate that i always mm-hmm. have a heart and uh, openness for that but i told her i said to be honest um I thank God that I was afforded that a uh, level of love in a lifetime.
1: Wow.
0: And I told her that because like her mom's alive mm-hmm. um, and I love her mother and I love that family. And I always tell them like, because her mom's spirit reminds me a lot of my mom's spirit. And I tell her like, just appreciate your mom. Like some people will never... In a lifetime experience that level of love. Wow. Um, and that alone for me is what keeps me um humble. It keeps me uh appreciative mm-hmm. and thankful that I got to experience my mom. Yeah.
1: Ooh. I
0: think and my mom and some people are like, oh gone too soon my mom died at fifty seven. Um yeah, that's, that's, really so. that's young.
1: It's young. It's, it's young, young,
0: but I look at life differently because it's not
1: the time that you're here is what you do with it. I know. Because this, you know what? There's so many people who get 70, 80 years mm-hmm. and don't accomplish I'm <laughs> like, that mean people be but, living
0: forever. Or dead dog young.
1: <laughs> don't don't accomplish um or touch as many people right. as somebody who leaves here early. And, mm-hmm. and I always say that and I'm tearing up because it makes me it makes me cry, not in a sad way, but it's like yeah. The good students go home early. Yeah. You know that term in school that that was always that, you know, my dad died at 72, mm. but I never felt like he got to, to live mm. um, for him. Yes. And I made this promise to him on his deathbed that I would be the person that lived that he lived through yeah, and in everything that I do even this mm-hmm. like it's so much of him like I couldn't say that I would be doing what I'm doing now without watching him leave here mm. it forces in- it, it, it forces
0: us into a life of intention um, some some yeah some. i'm saying us. Yeah, yeah. cuz i know you yeah a lot yeah well <laughs> a, lot, a lot i know you well um it forced me personally into a life of intention i'm no longer concerned with how long i'm here i'm concerned with the time that i, I Ooh, use how yeah. many people i touch how many people i bless um, how many people what they leave for me and again i'm not responsible for everybody feeling great and caring oh, no, me no, but no. i'm i'm responsible enough that ultimately i feel good about where i am what i do Mm -hmm. um that's how i started my business my mom like you know what i'm saying my mom passed away from cancer um my life's goal is to teach women and not just women everyone but especially a heart for women and black women especially that you know we put so many things before ourselves um we don't we know when dad mom Mm -hmm. kids Everybody has to do things, but we don't take the and carve that time out for ourselves. So I know I love people. I love my children deeply, but I literally that my mom's death taught me that you have to put yourself first in order to love on other people Yeah
1: I think um, They give this advice Like on the plane You know put your mask on first mm-hmm. And it's a life lesson In that That if you're not good Nobody around you can be mm-hmm. And I think In that My dad was one of those people too He was a super duper provider mm-hmm. He really You know what I mean I felt like he gave up A lot of weight In a lot of ways his own life mm-hmm. Thinking that he would have the time mm-hmm. To retire mm-hmm. um, The time to go fishing The mm-hmm. time to do things that he never Got a chance to do mm-hmm. And it losing him really gave me An eye opening experience in the sense of I was like wow he's me Mm -hmm. or I'm him. Right. Mm -hmm. I saw myself in, you know, single mom, Mm -hmm. everything was focused around the kids and not like you said, not that you're not supposed to love your children Mm -hmm. deeply, not that you're not supposed to sacrifice for them, Mm -hmm. but you're not supposed to sacrifice everything for them that when it was time for him to probably do the things that he wanted to do, he couldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was my hardest thing. But I thank God, That I had the opportunity I had 18 months with my dad Hmm.
0: um, My mom was a year and four months From the time she got diagnosed From the time he got
1: diagnosed 18 months So Mm -hmm. I got 18 months to Get to know my dad Not just as dad Mm -hmm. Not as a parent but I got to know the person Yes and I wouldn't give it up for the world. I think, I know that sounds so kind of ironic a little bit. No, I but do like, not I yeah, understand. In, in watching him leave here, there was such a, a, a deep connection that mm-hmm. I had with him because we talked about stuff that I think we would have never, A, got the opportunity because everybody doesn't get the opportunity to know mm-hmm. that somebody's going to leave here, right? Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. spend that time And was able to, you know, I was consultant at the time, so I could like go with him to chemo, take him to chemo and radiation and Mm -hmm. spend time with him. Mm -hmm. Maybe not in the place. It's a, it's a more focused attention. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was a, it was a huge intention. Mm -hmm. But I, like you said, that experience birthed a lot of things in me. And Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I want to really talk about grief and I want to bring that full circle because I think for me, initially, I was so, after I lost him, I was so busy how could I say this being him Mm, that you were losing you that I lost me. So I felt responsible for everything. My mom, the house, everything. I felt so responsible that I didn't have an opportunity to grieve. It was like, okay, I know he's going, I know Mm -hmm. what he, his wishes are. Got to handle the funeral. Got to write the obituary. Got to make sure this is this. Mm -hmm. Got to make sure my mom is good. It was just a, a laundry list of stuff and I wasn't on it. Mm. And I would say to the listeners, I had this exercise in class, and I'll never forget it. It was like, you know, write everyone that you're responsible for on mm-hmm. a piece of paper. And everybody in class, probably I don't know, maybe about thirty people in class, nobody had themselves on the list. Mm. And I was like, dang, I really have to get it together. Like I, I had, but you know, what? a breakdown
0: w- of that. Go ahead. You know what I want to say, though? Mm -hmm. There is no timeline for grief, though. So there's not. Yeah, like, so, I mean. There are stages, though. I I, I definitely can relate to that with trying to almost replace the person that's missing. Mm -hmm. um, Because I think sometimes God may give you a certain level of strength that. That some people are more outward. They're broken down. They can't stop crying. They can't get yeah. out of bed. They're more expressive in that area. Grief yeah. looks um, different on it everybody. It does. Um, me, I shed a tear or at my mom's funeral. I always just always felt at peace with my mom's death. Because I honor her the whole time she was on earth. And from the time she got really sick until yeah. she passed. Like, I was right by her side. Um, so, I didn't leave with any regret. Well, she didn't leave with... I didn't have regrets, regrets. as she left yeah. um, and I don't think a lot of I mean my dad and my brother probably didn't either um, but um, what I was going to say is that I did too spend time trying to replace who my mom was yeah. to everybody but that's number one not my job and I can't because that was what she was here to do yeah. you know what I'm not saying sure at- and um, grief doesn't always show up immediately um, I, I can definitely I attest to that I think I agree. Like when my mom passed away And it just showed up for me In a very different way It Mm -hmm. actually led me to severe detachment issues Mm, Um, How so? How so to the fact that, okay, so uh, it it works in good and bad ways. I've been to therapy about it and everything, but it's, it's, you know, in my mind, I live life without the greatest person I've ever known, right? The closest Mm -hmm. person to me. So it's nothing for me. I mean, nothing for me to live with people who don't make me feel my best self my mom did that like you get what i'm saying yeah. not, and not nobody could come in and obviously take her place but that's a hard thing to do to live life without your best friend yeah. i don't say my because some people go oh my mom's my best friend nah like this was really my best friend like you get what i'm saying yeah. the person i confide into something exciting happens something funny happens whatever that is this is somebody i spoke on the phone to three to ten times a day yeah. like you get what i'm saying so yeah. that was a level of pattern broken for me my friend is gone Mm. and my my children's grandmother's gone you know what i'm saying like that level of support was all built in one person Mm. and so to have something that severe just you know taken away from me it will lead you to detachment issues um it caused me to have issues in my marriage when i'm divorced Mm -hmm. um it just caused me to just be i disconnect easily yeah um Again, not always in the worst way, but sometimes I may have hurt people who may have been even good for me um, because I just I'm just not at that place. Like, I don't I don't feel I don't know. Like, I I really have no feeling toward this disconnecting with people
1: i understand that to um, my therapist said though
0: it's not a horrible thing she said you know when you i you're, don't think so yeah either. because it, it actually built wisdom because honestly when my mom left i was always the person that give people a thousand million trillion chances you're a chance and giver i'm, I'm not a chance a, giver like that. but not to let like <laughs> other people tell i ain't a chance giver but you. you know um my mom used to kind of be like that too, um, where she just, uh, just allows so many things. Um, and those are things that I was trying to change about me. So yeah. I could really say that I lived a full life that, um, I don't like, I sometimes I really don't like the word boundaries only because I feel like boundaries and walls get crossed. Um, but, yeah, I don't so want to put so many walls up towards people and have all of these boundaries, but it did teach me a level of appreciation of me and less dependency. It made me extremely independent. Like I don't like to ask people for things,
1: and no, I never did because I because I, I didn't. I the did. only
0: person I really felt safe with to do that at all times was my mother not even like no like there's literally nobody on earth that i have ever felt that comfortable with asking
1: for anything so that's what i was gonna ask you because so for me my dad was my parent and i and and let me explain what i mean Mm -hmm. so we get of course we get two parents right Mm -hmm. but whether people say it or not i just feel like you know Everybody knows who dad's favorite is, and everybody knows who mom's favorite is, right? I <laughs> mommy. I was mommy's favorite. Yeah. So if you're listening, mommy likes <laughs> me.
0: Oh.
1: But, but it, no, it's a it's a real thing. So my my mom, I, I had that feeling too, and went through something similar because I felt like my 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 parent, of mm. course, my parent, but my person left. Yeah. So my my mom and my 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 brother are like this, mm. right? They have secret stuff and mm-hmm. just you know what i mean they just are oh, that's always that been there of their relationship of mm-hmm. their relationship and there's no jealousy in between that because mm-hmm. i always had my dad mm-hmm. um so i lost the person that would call me are you okay are you okay you know what i mean who mm-hmm. really like saw me because who was you yeah it, it was like you
0: being you treating you like you right? yeah mm-hmm. like that's it was good.
1: the it was kind of the, even though I have this in, in the family, like, Deb's good. My dad was mm-hmm. the one person that knew when I wasn't good, mm-hmm. knew to check up on me, no matter how much it was like, mm-hmm. okay, daddy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I lost that person that was going to call every Saturday morning before the crack of door and to see if I'm coming over on Sunday. When you know I'm coming over on Sunday, mm-hmm. unless there's something. So I lost that person. I also lost, like you said, I lost the person. That I felt like in any situation I could come to and be like, "Hey, I need help," yeah, and that would really help, mm-hmm. or had the ability to help um, mm-hmm. in some form of fashion. So it was definitely um, for I wa- me. I want to touch
0: on that. Like, something you just said, yeah, how you just said that it he was the person that you could go to and stuff yeah. like that. Do you feel like that blindsided you to other people around you? I don't. So, it did for me in then, marriage yeah. because yes, I I'll, t- I'll express what that did for me okay. because we're talking about grief and the different forms and how yeah. it looks, right? So because my mom was so like up, up here. there for me. <laughs> yeah. It don't matter what other people did cuz that's the only person I like you know you what I'm saying like from. that not even that I wanted it from she supplemented so many things well that even if you were a slacker you didn't do enough i had my mom so i didn't focus so much on what it is that you brought so that's Mm. ended up that honestly that's what happened to me in marriage and i I ended up like having a a deeper eye and again uh there's no love lost between me and my ex-husband but that's what kind of made me see like wow you mommy lens.
1: you were
0: so there for me to the point that I ignore characteristics about wow. other people who were so close to me right and now that you're not here to like kind of substitute like the, like, the, that the, right like I had a the, best friend that I thought was my best friend until my best friend really left you know what I mean mm. so it was kind of like I kind of put a lot of the things you did aside because I always had this person no matter what the world did I can go to them so that's why I said like when you were saying I'm like wow like
1: that's exactly kind of like what, what happened, happened to me to and you? I start, and
0: people started dropping like flies in my life
1: yeah so I will say I, I don't think I had that with my dad only because I knew I think I had the lens of people around me who weren't doing those things like mm. I always say for me, my dad was a lot of things and he definitely wasn't perfect. Oh, right? Okay. I, nobody nobody um, No, is. no, no. But the stability that he provided, the provider that he was, like, I, it took me two years after my dad died, don't laugh listeners to get my car like detailed because my oh, dad did those did types those of things, things. for yeah. me. Right. And I had never had in any relationship really had someone who did that. Tell me you was blindsided. Yeah, but I, knew, <laughs> I don't think I was blindsided because really? I was I aware was. of it. I think what you said is true though. Mm. I think after my dad's death, when the dust settled I ended a long relationship because I was like, it doesn't serve me. Mm-mm. And I wasn't. It's focused. It, just, it, it, focus you, yeah. it make, gives you like a brighter focus on other people. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, I don't even like <laughs> you like that. It wasn't that. It was just like, I was like, this relationship doesn't give me anything that I really want going forward. Mm-hmm. And like, kind of what you know in a relationship there should be an exchange right there should be always an exchange something that you get from someone else so when the dust settled with my dad I really maybe I did have a different lens and not that I ever thought that that was ever there mm-hmm. but it definitely was clear that that wasn't something mm-hmm. or where I wanted to be yeah. you know what I mean going mm-hmm. forward and where I wanted to go I was like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah
0: it's, it's, I, I definitely like so much happen with that like i i like we talked about when you talk about grief like Mm -hmm. um i know like before my mom left i was a you know stable person mentally (laughs) all of that stuff um when she left it just started really digging at areas that i was not good in like i was not strong in like I, i again i have major detachment issues
1: wow. um well at least like, you know that yeah so i do that's... know that
0: i do know that i'm very aware of it like i can be hot and cold like i can be sunshine in night time yeah. okay um and it's not intentional like sometimes like I, I again i i had to go to therapy like um and when i went to therapy i did not initially go to therapy about grief i really? didn't know i did not i went to therapy because my marriage was so horrible, like I was in a horrible phase of my marriage. Yeah, I refused marital counseling even. I just needed individual counseling because I knew I was trying to figure out what was, was to figure what was going on with me. Yeah. Why was I behaving in certain ways? Why was I so cold hearted? Why didn't I care, um, care like anymore? <laughs> Why didn't like it, and it like I know I love people and like it just. Drove me into a area that it was really dark. It was very dark. I, I like hurting people. Um, not intentionally, Intentionally. but just like protecting
1: yourself, protecting myself, being just, just cold. Like I can be hot and very cold. So I I will say this. So I feel like I went through that when I lost my sister, Mm. not my dad. Mm. So my dad's death was, I am, I know the listeners know by now I've experienced a lot of death very early in life. Um, a lot of close people my sister died in my arms when I was 12 I lost my first son I just it was like Mm -hmm. my grandfather my grandfather my great-grandmother and my sister all died within like two years of each other it was just a lot um, lot. for a kid right Mm -hmm. and then it didn't stop so I used to have this thing where I felt like getting close to people wasn't an option. But for Mm. a different reason, and I wouldn't say it was detachment for me, there was something, and I was a kid when I lost people. So it's like anybody who I felt really close to... You felt like you lost them. I felt like I would lose them. Oh, wow. So I would like keep... A nice distance between people mm. who really tried to get close to me. Mm. So I, I maybe it is a, is a, is a part of detachment, but it yeah. looks very different. My dad's death—that's fear, though. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely fear. Mm-hmm. It was definitely fear coupled mm-hmm. with not being able to grieve. And again, grief looks different for everyone. Definitely. I never, you know, my parents—they can only give me what they had to give me. Um, my my mom lost se- several children, and oh, my dad. Wow. You yeah. know what I mean. So so I can't leave him out, and they only dealt with, dealt with, you know, with something that was really trauma, traumatic think about to it back me. Then,
0: like, therapy wasn't, therapy like wasn't a thing. A question, it right?
1: wasn't a, you know, my mom. I, I, I think I mentioned this on the other show. Um, don't suffer in silence but mm-hmm. I remember having a conversation probably only two three years ago with my mom once I started do, going through um, counseling and everything mm-hmm. and she, I was like you've never asked me if I was okay and her answer to me was I prayed for you mm-hmm. and again our parents can only give you what They have to give. And for her that stems from years and years of
0: oppression.
1: That that's all she knew
0: how to give. That's all we were oppressed and socialized to To think, think is that church alone is the answer don't get me wrong i'm a church girl oh yeah i'm a church girl
1: i love the lord however he gives us resources lord
0: and i love my therapist yes okay
1: because and we said this before and i know the listeners have heard us say this or maybe we said this talking but there's nothing else that you would injure on yourself and not go get Checked out, mm, yeah, I right? remember You, said you that. will not. You won't cut yourself and not go to the ER. You won't mm-hmm. break a bone and not go to a doctor. Your back won't be hurting. You will go to see a specialist, a specialist yeah. in that area. The only thing that we kind of fall back from is mental health, and it's yeah. like no. This is like real stuff. And yeah. when somebody leaves here and grief doesn't just and we're going to talk about this a little later in the show, but grief doesn't just show up when somebody dies. No. Your marriage, oh, you know, when people God. go through divorce, There's grief, people lose jobs, this grief. Yeah. Like we don't talk about those things. Those are traumatic things. Yeah. And if we don't do The death of anything is yeah, grief. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I don't think that people Think about it that way. And yeah,
0: I, I to be honest with mm-hmm. you, I didn't even think we would touch on that. Yeah. But that's very true. Like, yeah. like and, and you know when you when you as you say this, mm-hmm. like one thing in particular, like when I I owned a juice bar, right? Yeah. I owned a juice bar for two years. Um and uh, <laughs> like I literally stayed in the juice bar until it was like over over. And like my last day. And I remember that, and I remember sometimes like those memories pop up, and I'll like avoid it.
1: But that's grief of it. That's grief. Like, like, like
0: I know that. Like I know. Like I mean, sometimes I'll talk about it. i think one the first time I actually openly talked about it. Mm-hmm. You just recently like posted like a memory from the store because my I when I my store opening was about two years ago. Yeah, um, and it
1: came up because I was like I'm so proud yeah, of you, and I, I was like. I I looked at it like (laughs) you were like this is this is like a hard picture for me to look at. It
0: was very hard for me to look at, and because I know I did so so much like in there, and I fought for it so hard, but it ended up not working out. But the brighter side, it did. It did. Thank you. The better side of it is that. I was, and somebody told me a long time ago, Amber, you are the business. The business goes wherever you go. You could stand outside on a table and sell your juices. People are still gonna come. People are still gonna show up. (laughs) People (laughs) are still gonna show up um but for a while grieving and being so attached to what i thought was my success yeah it was hard for me to look at and i and, and there are times that i have to tell myself like out loud and say amber you lost the store it's not here but look what it did you oh, was it literally has opened the look where doors. you are now like i'm in a uh. like seriously With this, without rent the store couldn't no <laughs> nah, 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 I still got some rent but hey nah, 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 I'm nah, talking nah, about without rent for the, from store. the store right but you know like it, it's like honestly the store was too small now that I look at exactly. it right because now like I in. could have never done I can't even I couldn't be on your podcast I couldn't have my own new podcast coming out if woo, I woo. was woo, shout out to me for business podcast hey, yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. 30 next month Okay, Okay. May thirty first. but no, like I that store. Now that I look at it, but it took time to mourn it, right? But that's what I'm
1: saying. Do we mourn our losses? Yeah, losses are mourned. You don't think you do? do, do, That's the one. Do do we mourn our losses? No, seriously. I had I've had relationships that not even because it was a good relationship, right? Mm. That's the crazy thing. You can have a bad relationship, but but because you invested so, so much. much emotionally, emotionally, yeah. what you've given physically financially everything of you you've poured into that particular thing mm-hmm. there is a period of mourning there is a period of grief mm-hmm. even if you no longer wanted it yeah because remember
0: like you was like oh when i was getting divorced i was like oh we having a problem. we are not having, having a, a party no like, I, that's not to me it's it wasn't a, something a, to celebrate to, no, no. um because unfortunately this is my son's parents not being together mm-hmm. like you get what I'm saying so I don't see the celebration in that no. um, I do see <laughs> I do see the celebration of obviously um, you know new beginnings yeah. like you get what I'm saying like for new beginnings I'm um, understanding that although that was something that died it birthed my beautiful son yeah. uh, we have memories that we could tell our son about forever yeah. um, we. it's just so many great things but unfortunately that had to die for
1: both of us to live. I was about to say you're living but you're living I, and, I, and I don't know how he's living but I feel like hopefully, <laughs> no I don't say that I'm I mean I don't I, I'm say, I'm, don't mind I, me listening what, what, what I'm saying is what she has to no, what I'm saying is, I think sometimes we hold on to things and not just relationships, even jobs. Like, we hold mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. to these spaces that we are attached to, yeah. careers that we are attached to, never thinking, like, not wanting to let it go because we're not ready. That. I was about to tell you. And I was like, that- I, listen, <laughs> here's the funny thing about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like I was consulting guys at um, that was a hard yeah deal. 2019 was 2019 was a, a of I had I had gotten the job of my dreams and not because it was the job of my dreams and I want to explain this, this to the listeners right this job afforded me to be able to do what I wanted to do financially. Mm -hmm. It gave me an amount of money that I had never seen in my life. Mm -hmm. It gave me the flexibility to be at home working. Mm -hmm. Right. It was a five year contract Mm -hmm. that was going to allow me to now explore exactly what you are watching and listening to now. Yes. Right. And I was like, this is it. Now I can do this. And even if, you know, it only lasts two, three years, I would have enough money <laughs> to be able to go the direction that I wanted to go. Ha ha ha. God laughing and at your plan. Ha plans. ha. Look at <laughs> God laughing at me. Laughing <laughs> at your plan, honey. That is not what happened, y'all. Mm. So I'm well into this job and they bring in another consultant company and they look at salaries. <laughs> and they said who, who gonna go first it's gonna be me mm. <laughs> and I was devastated I, I had remember. never not worked right yeah. so never so from the time I've been 15 years old the only times that I have not worked I was like pregnant on bed rest mm. type not working and right back on the saddle right back out so I didn't even know what it looked like to not work, uh, have right? Have
0: unemployment and all of those have,
1: things. I, I had never been on unemployment. Remember how awkwardly <sighs> calm I was talking to you? Like, and fine. And this <laughs> girl is like... Don't worry about it. She's like, yeah, you're fine. So, the first I'm gonna... So, the first a month or two, I think I was fine mentally. Mm-hmm. I felt like again never not worked jobs come to me like this and mm-hmm. I only no like little itsy b- I'm, talking nah, about, it I'm, talking about, I'm talking about I'm talking about that money money job, jobs like uh-huh. uh, <laughs> jobs <laughs> jobs I'm talking about like what like when Uh-oh. when you read the contract I'm like say oh, what, oh, what? <laughs> I'm <Like>, gonna <laughs> tell you a funny story about my dad my dad the first job I got in the, the city uh-huh. you know I go to t- my dad to tell him how much and he's like <laughs> what? Look, this is his face in shock because he's old school. He'd worked at his job 47 years. He's like, they going to pay you to do what exactly are you going to be doing? I don't know what he was thinking. But he called me every single day for three months when I started mm. that job because he could not believe <laughs> that they were paying. Me. So I'm talking jobs, yeah. job. So the first two months, I was like, cool. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Tell the guy, like, to the third month when it's, like, rent. And, you know, again, I'm a single mom, supporting mm-hmm. two children. I'm, like... Uh, yeah, you have a certain lifestyle that I you live I have a lifestyle that I live tra- mm-hmm. th- That wasn't really it. I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to calculate. Mm, this and ain't I'm like, enough. Okay, I got the money, but there's nothing else coming in. Yeah, what did I say to you? And you were like, no, you going to be good. No, you you were trying to walk me through. Like I, <laughs> you, you trying to, you was she was trying girl, to walk me through. 2019 has shown me so many laws. She was but, like, girl, no, you're you going to be fine, girl. I was so No, that I, that's the only thing I said to you though well I got two things that you said one at the so you were like this one thing when I was about to go back to work Mm -hmm. that you said which I'll share in a minute um but you, you were like, no, you're going to be fine. You know I got... Like, you were just so, so calm. on my lowest. Room. You can't get no lower <laughs> but, than where I was. You were so <laughs> calm. And I was in... This was a career that, at the time, I had decided it was no longer my thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I had... It broke your heart. I It, it broke my heart in the yeah. sense of... I had worked so hard... To get there. To get there. You watch know, be cool for me. And... I was finally in a space like consulting for me was going to work. I was like, look, I'm going to take a six month contract. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take six months off. Put all my money, energy, time into what I want to do, yeah. a.k.a. the exchange place. Hey, hey. and mm-hmm. really thought like this is what this was God's plan. And God was like, oh, it ain't going to go this way. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny? So I spent seven and a half, almost eight months out of work. hmm. And grief is not the word.
0: I mean, I. You were like in a bad place. I I was was, was scared for you. I I was was like, Deb. I was scared. Everybody's like, is Deb okay? I'm like, she's fine.
1: (laughs) If I'm honest to the listeners, especially because we're talking about mental health, that is one of the deepest, darkest places that I have ever been Mm. um, to have to tell my children no to things my Mm. son was graduating he was about to get his car to have to use his car money that i had saved Mm -hmm. for rent to like it was just it was something that was unheard of for them Mm -hmm. um no matter how I had to or what I had to sacrifice for them, they never got to see it. Yeah, but I was so low that I couldn't hide it. Yeah, and, and that's
0: a good thing, though. It, it like was, to it was your the kids best place. That, that. Yes, you have to give your children transparency. Listen, I don't have it today. Like I had to learn that too. Like I went through that as a mom too. Like when I got separated, now I'm a single mom with two kids. Yeah, And it it was not easy at all. It was very hard. And it's okay to be honest with our children because what we don't want to do is build this cloud of perfection for them. And then they enter the world thinking like, everything's okay it doesn't matter that's like even though mom is so like good. almost killing herself just to make to say, me drowning.
1: happy no that's not life i love that place so it was though it's the hardest place it's the place that i really was seeking therapy mm-hmm. because i was so low mm-hmm. i was crying every day night um, you had the store then, so we would. I would come there. We would do movie right. day. Movie I would day. every Tuesday. <laughs> get me a chunky monkey. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to the best movie from me. <laughs> shout, yeah, <laughs> shout <laughs> out to that chunky monkey if y'all ain't having it. If she put it back on the menu, I'm telling next you, you month, next go, you month, next month, next month. But um, <laughs> we would have movie Tuesday. Just trying to keep myself here, if I'm mm-hmm. honest, because I was really so low, grieving mm-hmm. a job that. It was just, it was crazy, and I, was I couldn't you, find, yo, look, I, I was, couldn't find work, which was
0: the crazy. I'm I know not, you was like, oh, I'm not even finding a job. I'm like, but, but I, what, what I will say, I told you, because especially like around this time too, I was already in full entre- full time entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and full time entrepreneurship is ugly. It's not beautiful. It's not. it's not beautiful all the time. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful place where I am now. Thank <laughs> God, um, but, it's, but a it's a process. Um, it's it could be it's it's a valley of highs and lows, mm-hmm. um, but those hard dark moments are what God will put you through to see if you are equipped for the purpose. Yeah. Um, and I remember telling you. I remember you were just really pressed on working, working, working and i was like deb utilize this time now to focus on the things you have whether it was she praised yeah um you wanted to be an author yeah um you wanted to do the podcast yeah you wanted yeah. to do the podcast and i kept telling you i said yo i'm telling you yo just use this time to focus on your gifts and what it is that you want to do in the entrepreneur world and at some point you'll find a job that's going to afford you to do the entrepreneurship journey you're yeah. just going to
1: be using that to yeah I, I i remember you saying it what's so funny is i wish i was in and this is the thing about grief i think i wish i was in a mindset to really have received that mm. and though i received it I don't think I was in a place Mm -hmm. to really full force do that Mm because I think back, I'm like scary though to do that. Listen, Yo Dia had to come. Dia got you. Shout out to
0: King Dia because (laughs) King Dia (laughs) came. I remember she was the she was the only person I called. I was like Dia, I lost my job. Yeah. But I wanted to. I didn't want to lose it. But I wasn't ready yet. But <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't not ready yet. not ready um, But she, I remember she came to my house. She came, gifted me this beautiful box with a car. It was just, the car just made me like stream tears because yeah. it was like, you were built for this. And she always promised me, I'll help you to be the mogul you want to be. So she always has... Help me and we pour into one another In yeah. that way because we're power love forces Dia. Love Dia yeah. we are power forces So we pour into each other that way um, But I needed that yeah. And in that moment that you were Going through that it instantly pulled Me back to, to what Dia place. had to do to Push me up yeah. to feel That and I always kind of feel like if somebody does That
1: for you you have to give that
0: back yeah. To somebody
1: else and I, I, I really I thank you for that because I, I always I often think about I did write my book during that time. You did. My first one um which ain't been, re- been released but y'all 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 wait a little while it's, it's, coming, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um but I wrote my book in that time. I didn't do a lot of podcast stuff because mm-hmm. I, I felt like I couldn't concentrate. You had a certain vision, though, for that I podcast. Had, too. I had, and I, I say this often, mm-hmm. I had a specific, not a certain, a specific mm-hmm. vision. <laughs> specific.
0: I was like, I was going to let you have it. A, a specific... A stick I'm
1: massage. <laughs> is, is that your friend? I'm a stick I'm a massage. Stick. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there was a specific... Um, structure that I wanted for the podcast that I was just stuck on. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't working. At that time, it had fallen completely apart. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my dad. I didn't have a job. I just felt like you were losing everything. I felt like I was losing everything. I couldn't, the person that I would normally call to, or could help is no longer here. It just was a really... And people that I thought... And you had
0: transitional rel- over Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. I, I
1: lost... A lot of relationships that mm. I thought were solid, solid relationships mm-hmm. that I thought people really cared and mm-hmm. really loved me and were going to, like that I had been there in their bad times that they were going to be there in mine. Sure. So I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I had, I think I had grief on all ends. Yeah. I was a job. You were going
0: through a lot of things.
1: I, I at just, one time, oh my God, it, it was, was a lot. I just, it, it,
0: honestly, not, I'm not going to get too personal, but yeah, true, even funny. like tech to you I would feel heavy like yeah, I didn't feel I was, good I, I, I didn't. as a friend I didn't I just felt like yo if there was it was nothing I could say or do but sometimes that's what I want to tell people too to the listeners when it comes to grief sometimes you just need to be present sometimes I was about to it doesn't mean like, like I mean so I couldn't find encouraging words and I'm an encourager I'm the person that tells everybody think, to go for it but some, I think just, that
1: looked different it, it did because I, it, if I'm if I'm honest of course it not just you you, but i had like i had really solid people around me during that time um but i think it's something that i really had to tread through myself it wasn't it wasn't Um, for everybody and i don't Mm -hmm. think that you know like siobhan or you or tamara i don't think that anyone could have like pulled me out um, of that i i really feel like that was A pivotal and a a transformational point for me Mm -hmm. That I had to grieve all of those things at once So it was a lot And
0: you were in the thing for me It was kind of crazy Because I was in a very dark place Even at that time myself Mm -hmm. But you had always been So I'm going to tell the listeners a little secret That something that Deb did That blessed me tremendously I've never shared this with anybody Uh So You were always my encourager. Like Deb, like before Amber could see what BeFit Focus was, Deb was like, yo, you on to something. You this, you that. She encouraged me. Deb dropped like $500 towards my business. Like, and just like a, yo, I believe in you type thing. I had never, like, I had another friend who did something like that too when I opened the store. But I had never had someone... Obviously, because we had a newer friendship, right? I had never... Had I know, I you know I, mean? I had never had like somebody come into my life Aww. and just like believe in me like that, like because it just wasn't met with just money. Because sometimes anybody could drop money yeah. towards you, right? But it was met with compassion, Aww. encouragement. So I felt helpless that Aww. I couldn't help you. I was like, God, just... <laughs> and, and honestly, the, it too, but I and, think you did too, help and, me. But, no, I did. But you know what? I always feel indebted to you, and that sense like oh the, no not, not because i, I mean. have to just yeah. because the way you showed up for me you already know that okay another secret for the listeners if i <laughs> ever become a multi-millionaire guess we're gonna be a millionaire too but you know what i'm saying like it's it's You were that for me And you were that for a lot of other people And I know a lot of your grief And your disappointment came with Feeling that you can't be In the position to help like that Because of where you were
1: Yes Yes. I know that's what a that, that lot of it came from it. and I was
0: trying to tell you even in those moments like Deb it's okay like you and I always told you too I was like Deb like you show so you many people on I know you show so many people love that that love is going to be reciprocated back to you and I just wanted you to understand that although you were losing something you were gaining something and seeing yourself in another way that oh, you yeah. were you were just committed to that part of you you know what and you don't have to be you're not gonna always be that person and it's okay i wouldn't change what i had to go through no you shouldn't
1: no it it gave me it bridged a gap even with my children like being able to tell them the truth and Mm -hmm. being able to say listen i don't have it yeah and i can't yeah like that that was very new Mm -hmm. it forced me probably to be the most transparent I have ever been with mm-hmm. them. It birthed where we are now that we can sit down. Uh, and shout out to have, Dev to uh, her and her uh, boys. Uh, they are just
0: like if you ever be around them It's just so beautiful. Oh, they love love, her. They'll tell her anything. Like I love, I really, really love
1: my kids. The coolest ever,
0: Jaden. They love you and they appreciate you no matter what level you're on. They strike your oldest son wants to take care of you.
1: Yeah, no, I I know that. I think. It was a Eye opening experience Mm -hmm. The grief part of it really Really had to happen Mm -hmm. and even though Of course I went back to work Mm -hmm. In the mindset And the lens that Mm -hmm. I Went back to work is so different mm-hmm. that I'm almost there's days I'm at work that I wish I had those seven, eight months back. Mm-hmm. Because now, but now I've changed and I've grieved mm-hmm. those losses. I've come to a place where I could really, really say, like, nah, I'm I'm good. So mm-hmm. if tomorrow Because it's lost not, my happiness, job, is not it's not just, just the like, money or nothing like that. It might I might shout. Uh, listen, probably, yeah. and you know whatever whatever god has in store but yeah. there's so much more that i discovered about me through that mm-hmm. that yeah now i thought this episode was gonna be me making you not making you cry and i here told I am, you. you you know what's worst. funny
0: i will say like honestly when it comes to my mom like i dropped a few tears last night because i'll actually i'll actually pull up like what i Found like last night, like oh man! If if you ever want to just break down, just go to Facebook (laughs) and freaking look at your memories. I know your
1: memories. Um,
0: but something that my mom said that actually brought me to tears last night. Um, she said this was six years ago. This was the last birthday that I celebrated with my mom, Mm -hmm. and she said to my baby girl, the joy of my life, the one who keeps me young, vibrant, and motivated. Thank you. I love you. And I remember when my mom was passing away. Mm-hmm. mom was in hospice and she always kept telling everybody I'm not worried about Amber Amber is going to be fine Wow. she used to always say that she was very much more so worried about my brother worried about my dad um, but there was something in me that she saw She and I remember there was a time too my mom said if we traded places we would be good meaning that she had left so much for me here like in the mm-hmm. time that I've had like I'm blessed man listen my mom died when I was 28 years old I'm extremely blessed my mom got to see me become a a woman I got married Mm -hmm. Um, I had two beautiful children she got to meet and see both of my children which I'm very fortunate um, that that happened Um, that was my confirmation like you get what I'm saying because a lot of people leave the earth and they like what my dad like especially if they're like at odds with somebody right they're like that person loved me did that I left my mom left the world and I literally felt like I'm okay. Yeah. I so, like, okay. I, like, I like there. That. There's been times. Don't get me wrong. That. And again, my grief does show up differently. I tell people all the time, like I do have detachment issues. I, those, those are areas yeah. that I'm still working on. Because at the end of the day, nobody can ever take that place. I have to remind myself that all the time. But I also do use that as a way to just let people know too, like. You're in, you are entitled to love. You're entitled to um, yeah. feeling safe. You're entitled to people treating you well. Like you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You're entitled to choose those type of people around you. So I don't feel bad sometimes about my detachment issues. But back to um, what I was saying is that I am okay, and I I like I dropped a few tears when I read that last night, but I'm good because I have peace. Like I have peace, and I am thankful. No, like what I said at the beginning of the show. There are people who are motherless, who have never experienced Experience what, yeah. tr- what um I don't want to say true, but like what a mother's love is like, like, right? Yeah. Um, I don't even think I could uphold to my own children how my mom was with me. Yeah. I tried um, my mom was a so shout out to these Geminis people always giving Geminis a rough time. My dad was a Gemini. My Geminis. My yeah, dad was I'm a Jim like, gem, Gemini. yeah. Geminis. Geminis because they be trying to play y'all. I love Geminis. Nah, I love but that. one thing I loved about my mom and that I'm learning as an shooters. adult straight shooters straight but shooters. um <laughs> What I'm learning as an adult and I'm okay with, right? She used to always say, Amber, you know, if you have one good friend in this world, you'd be a lucky person. My mom was very good. And I'm trying to get to this point Mm -hmm. where she loved people. People loved her. Literally, there was no sitting or standing room at my mom's funeral. It was absolutely crazy. Like a lot of, lot of people that she touched. And she did that while keeping her own peace Keeping her own space yeah. and creating her own boundaries. So there must are be a Gemini thing. Yeah, because I used to be like, Mom, you never have company, you never have friends over and so stuff. She'd be like, Girl, <laughs> let me tell you something. I love your mom, you and would, I never got to meet her. She'd be like, yeah. That favorite thing is they ain't coming here. They ain't coming here. That is house in come heartbeat. They ain't coming here. <laughs> so comforting and warm, too, I, I could come there. I'm sorry, yeah, you could come <laughs> near, but they ain't coming well, here, but they ain't coming here. But my mom was like that, she'd be like, Amber, you know, because people is. Uh, I love, and she, my mom was not my mom was that girl, like, she taught me to be give people compliments say nice things be loving do all of these things because you never know whose life you can touch and even i found people she was like this people don't like me and as nice as i am or whatever i am and i learned even so much in that like i did not appreciate the lessons then but those things play back to me now i'm like you know mommy i get exactly what you mean you know maybe you don't have to have all of these crazy like because I don't as, as much as the everybody know Amber I only have like how many people close to me like close close I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's few. very few it's only it's a few, few people that I trust yeah. with my heart and my feelings and my mind um, without wisdom, without though. yeah and as I'm getting older without because there were people that I did trust that turned out not to be trustworthy of that um, but it taught me and, and that's okay I, listen I don't regret love I give to people they it. It yeah, you know, and my mom kind of taught me that, like, you get what I'm saying, like, that, like, she uh, my mom just dropped so many dimes on me. She like, Listen, you don't have to kill people with kindness, just be kind, like, you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, don't you don't have to kill people with anything that you're you just are, like, that you just be. So, I'm so, I, I honestly, I, some people, like, oh, a lot of people reached out to me. Shout out to my friends and my family who did reach out to me to make sure I'm good. I'm good, y'all, yeah. like, I'm not in the sense that I'm trying to be strong, I'm really good because good. the peace that I have. Have in my heart for my mom i honor her every day and my legacy what i do how i'm trying to change lives how i am trying to make women and black women aware of their health and the things that we go through and the things that we need to do to practice self-care respect and all of that stuff i'm living my purpose yeah. i told my daughter i said listen I'm, I'm gonna leave you with something i'm gonna leave you with this business i guarantee you if i die tomorrow people this business will blow up three times so
1: in that and let me ask you this as we wrap up hmm if you had words of wisdom, whether it's something that came from your mom or something you want to share with the listeners to leave them with the grieving process, what I would, would just it be? Say, just go through. Um, you can't control it. You really yeah. can't.
0: You don't know what something is going to feel like until you feel it. Yeah. Um, allow yourself. So I have been through some hard things. I've been through losing my mother, divorce. Being homeless at a point not I mean I say homeless because It wasn't my home you know what I'm saying Um, Losing my store I I, I suffered significant Loss however The God that I serve You know what I'm saying always has something Greater for me um, so for me I, the best thing that i can say is just go through it's not supposed to be beautiful it's not supposed to be pretty it may mm. not feel good all the time but there in those valleys you will absolutely get to the mountaintop yeah. and if you want some stories to make you believe in god i got a ton of them for you i
1: know she like, does. <laughs> i think the the one thing i want to leave the listen- listeners with that my dad's death taught me mm-hmm. losing my job taught me is don't die empty mm. Like, well I shouldn't say don't die empty make sure that you die empty and mm-hmm. don't die full yeah um, full of potential more life full of visions and dreams that you didn't try um, mm. and my dad if he didn't teach me anything he taught me not to go to my grave full but that Empty is the way to leave here mm-hmm. um, and to leave it all here. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have. I love it. I love Listen, it. I love it and I love you. I love you. I love you.
0: I love Today you. was not
1: expected. Oh, it, I, wasn't. it really wasn't. But you know, it so it's, always to go, gonna gonna say, it's it always going to be a lot. It's a little left, but it went Listen, right. Listen, <laughs> my
0: mother would not at all want me to be here. <laughs> soaking and crying yeah. Listen, I didn't even
1: expect to cry so yeah, yeah I mean you did you yeah. had me kind of you know you, I had, know, you had me crying, crying. I, had, like, I had
0: white my fast though know, y'all I ain't know, see it y'all but, ain't see my tears fall but, but I love, you. I love and you and I,
1: I pray that this whole month has been a blessing to it people has. Oh, thank you for health, covering some of those those, that topics. Tough, talk topics. those were tough topics but they were real they were real stuff I appreciate and that. y'all tap in for next month because next month is my dad's birthday and father's day and we are talking talking about the unheard voice of a man and we I have our like all men guests on here and I we about that. to go into a relationship why men Dang, leave. i can't come all
0: june because of the men
1: hey I'm, I'm gonna be listening i'm gonna be a good listener she'll, she'll, she'll be back she'll I be will. back so <laughs> we love you thank you for watching thank you for tapping in and we'll see you next week that's it Green. <laughs>